Welcome to the Modern Hustle Podcast. I'm your host and intuitive biz bestie, Shannon Stewart. This is a podcast for spiritually ambitious women who are ready to balance out the hustle and flow in their life, grow and scale their business, and start choosing themselves so they can start living life on their own terms. I'm a lover of wine, the moon, and having good soul conversations. If you're ready to create an impact in this world, be inspired and connect with other amazing women doing incredible things, then you've come to the right place. Let's dive in. Hello, and welcome back to the Modern Hustle Podcast. I'm your host and intuitive business bestie, Shannon Stewart, and I am so excited about today's guest. She is an international photographer, educator, mentor, and a mother of two based on the Sunshine Coast of BC. And she's built her business in the thick of raising babies and toddlers, all with the help of Google search bar and the free information available on the internet. She is known for her kitchen dancing, onesie wearing and contagious laugh and she's built a successful brand with her heart at the center and now she empowers other entrepreneurs to do the same i am so excited to dive into this conversation welcome kaylin hi i'm so stoked to be here thanks for having me girl you're so welcome i'm really excited to chat with you um so can you tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do yeah so i am based on the sunshine coast and as you know, um, and yeah, I started out as a photographer of all things, doing families and portraiture and weddings and all the things. And then kind of over the last five years, really got into doing more weddings and elopements. And then only recently have really shifted into doing more branding photography, which is so much fun. Yeah. Yeah. Aside from being a photographer, obviously I'm a mama and that fills basically all of the time that I don't have a camera in my hand and mentoring other photographers and entrepreneurs to kind of be able to do the same thing that we do. So yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. Um, And for those of you who don't know, she just did my branding shoot, which I am obsessed with the photos so far that I've seen. And I've had such like an amazing response from like my friends and just some of my followers. So like you seriously have a very, very special skill and a very amazing talent that you definitely should be proud of because it's incredible. (laughs) Thanks so much. Oh yeah. Branding photography has been really fun because I feel like in our area and industry, I feel like when you think of branding photography, it's usually like headshots or kind of more stuffy photos that don't always really represent your brand. So it's been really fun um, shifting what I have learned in wedding and elopement photography, which is all movement based, bringing in like people's personalities and their story into their photos and taking all of that into branding photography, which was so fun with you, how we had our little brainstorming session and we're able to really like get down to the nitty gritty of what you do and everything that makes you you and then somehow work that into photos. It's been awesome. I love that. So we're going to dive more into talking about branding photography specifically, but I wanted to um, get to know you or I already know you. I know you, but my audience doesn't know you. (laughs) So I want to know what is your morning ritual? Okay. So this is actually kind of funny that you're asking me this right now (laughs) during holiday season, because I definitely honestly haven't been as uh, routine within the last couple weeks, but prior to that, um, I feel like everybody's actually out of their holiday or out of their morning rituals right now with the holidays. But generally I love waking up at least an hour before I know my kids are going to be up. And that way I get that quiet time, get the coffee brewing, start out with moving my body right away for like 15 to 30 minutes of just 
depending on what I'm feeling like that day, it's, it can range from like yoga to stretching to like any kind of workout that I feel like doing. Um, and then after that, I really like just soaking in the silence because my kids are both chatterboxes like me and probably yours too. Um, so just having like quiet time and either reading a book for 15 minutes or journaling, whatever is on my mind that morning, it's kind of, I guess my way of having like a meditation practice in the morning. Um, and then, yeah, I have my coffee and slowly get myself ready, throw on some music. That's kind of like pump up, usually have like bathroom dance party while I'm getting ready by myself. Um, and then, yeah, that's about it. Then my kids are usually up and we start our routine together, the three of us. And, um, oh yeah, my kids, I might as well tell you there, I've got a 10 year old son, Cohen and seven year old daughter, Isla. So it's kind of, we're past the baby stage now. So they're definitely in the like stage where it's, well, actually you think that it's going to get easier as your kids get older. And I find with mine, it's like my focus has to be like on them almost hundred percent of the time. Now that they're older, they're like, Hey mom, asking me all the big questions. So yeah, definitely that quiet time in the morning is super important. I am exactly the same way. I literally wake up at five o'clock because I need that quiet time for me to like ground myself and feel like, yeah, that I'm not like, 24 seven, you know, paying attention to children and being pulled in every direction. Like I need me time and I need to feel good. <laughs> I need to feel grounded before I can like give for the rest of the day. So feeling like more than just a mom, right? Like for me, yeah. that's the thing. I think like when my kids were little for a little bit, you kind of lose your identity. <laughs> like you just are a mom. It's all encompassing. And as they've gotten bigger, and now with like running a business and everything else, I'm realizing that there's like, there's more to me, Kaylin, than just being a mom and having that morning ritual has been like so important. I find for taking back that little piece of like who I am as a person and a woman and yeah, more than just a mother. Totally. I can totally relate to that. Um, so what book are you reading right now? Uh, I'm reading Atomic Habits by, uh-oh. I'll have to look up. <laughs> we can put it in the show notes. I'm like, forget the author's name. It's been really good though. Yeah. It's sucked me in. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, are you the type of person that reads one book at a time? Or are you like multiple books on the go? Oh, uh, I kind of switch between actually, I usually have multiple books on the go. So I'll get like a few chapters into one and then <laughs> somehow get sucked into reading another one. Like, oh, you gave me the, um, you are a badass book. And I've also started reading that one. So yeah, I'm literally like multiple chapters into multiple books. And I kind of almost have to refresh my brain on where I was at the last time I picked it up. But yeah, that's just my Aquarius yeah. brain. No, totally <laughs> I'm like, I have people like, oh, you can read this book. It's a super quick read. I'm like, no, you don't understand. It takes me like a year to read a book and I have probably three on the go at the same time. So, yeah. <laughs> oh man. Um, so what is your guilty pleasure? Ooh, that's a tough one. Probably <laughs> being in the water. Like, I love being in the water. So baths for me, I've been having a bath almost every evening when I get the kids into bed and like lighting candles and <laughs> occasionally have like a glass of wine and I'm like, Ooh, I'm romancing myself right now. But literally just having that quiet time in the bath with like music on or spa music or something and the lights down low. I'm like, okay, this is all the romancing I need right now. <laughs> I just, the song came into my head. Um, turn your lights down low by Bob Marley. I was like, mm -hmm. yes, exactly. <laughs> 
I love it. The baths are so good though, because it's very like energetically cleansing and stuff. So you're doing it probably subconsciously for a really good reason. So yeah, exactly. I do find it just so it relaxes me so much right before bed. And I just feel like it's a really nice way to wind down and like have that quiet time at the end of the day. So I kind of, yeah, I guess start my day off with quiet time and like to end it with quiet time and helps ground me through all the noise in between. (laughs) (laughs) Totally. Um, so what are you looking forward to most in 2021? I know 2020 has been a big year for many reasons, um, as like a collective, as well as you personally. So what are you looking forward to most in 2021? By the time this airs, we're going to be a few months in already, but yeah. Honestly, I feel a giant shift happening and I'm really excited for, to kind of rebrand and get my own new brand out there. Um, for anybody who has known me previously, I was married and recently like, you know, my marriage ended and I'm on my own now. And our marriage was a big part of our photography brand together doing wedding photography. So going into 2021 as now a single mama and business owner and really kind of, I almost get to have that exciting phase of like building my brand again from the ground up while still bringing in everything that I loved about it before. And yeah, I'm really, I'd say that rebranding and also traveling in whatever capacity that is, whether it's internationally, which has always been such a big part of my life. I normally fly to places like every month or two. So yeah, going, I'm going into the new year. I really hope that travel will be something that we get to all experience again, but if not, then definitely more local travel and maybe just traveling and within BC and getting to see some new places. Yeah, totally. I know traveling is like, I'm like, where can I go to next? I have like a list of like all these places. What's been one of your favorite places you've traveled to? Definitely Bali. Um, went there just over a year ago and it, oh, it was like, if you, have you ever seen that movie Eat, Pray, Love? It yeah. was exactly like that movie. <laughs> yeah. So Bali, it just, it was such good, like very uh, heart, heart and soul vibes everywhere you go. I just felt like everybody there seemed is kind and helpful and connected. And yeah, it's just such a good thing from right when you get off the plane there. Bali is on my bucket list. That's like one of the number one. That's actually where I want to go for my big 40th birthday party. Party. <laughs> um, yeah, so I want to go for my 40th, which is in a couple of years. But um, that's on my list because it looks just so magical. And just the vibes are just like, I don't know. I'm just like swaying my body because that's how it feels. <laughs> That is how it feels. You will love it. Like everything about you and Bali will mesh perfectly. (laughs) Oh, I love it. Um, Okay. So I want to talk about, so when you first started your business, you were a a new mom or you were not a mom yet. How did that all happen? Yeah. So we, I had a three-year-old Cohen and then Isla was only a couple months old and we moved to the sunshine coast and we went from living in the city to living out like in the boonies. Like We were like 15 minutes, like on the outskirts of town and living in this house in the woods. And yeah, our one vehicle was used for my husband to like go to work every day. So I was at home with a toddler and a baby and needed a hobby that was like something aside from just caring for children all day. So yeah, I found my old camera in a box and picked it up and kind of 
thought that it would be a fun thing to teach myself. So I started just Googling every day, like one more thing about how to shoot in manual mode and like 10 things like that you need to know about using your camera and like things like that. And I would just practice one thing each day. It's like one day it might be shutter speed. The next day it would be something else, but all the technical stuff. And I would practice on my three-year-old running around all day. Cause I was like, if I can capture a moving three-year-old toddler who never stops, then I can capture anything. Um, yeah. So that's kind of how it started. That's cool. I mean, it's one of those things that you hear so often women becoming moms and then all of a sudden like starting a business. Like it's just, I did the exact same thing and it's just a very, very common thing. So, so I'm always interested to know, like, did you do it before you had babies or was it a transition when you started babies? So I love that. So you guys started out doing, um, wedding and elopements and what really made you decide that you wanted to make a little bit of a shift in starting to do more branding stuff. So I kind of, my only experience with photography in the past, what had been years ago when it kind of was more like headshots and like, I, or at least the clientele hiring me for branding shots were usually like realtors and lawyers and people who kind of wanted that more like blank background canvas type photos. And that just wasn't my jam. So I kind of really got away from doing those photos and realized that I hate posing people. (laughs) And I, yeah, I, that's kind of how I shifted away. And then in the last year or so, I've realized that I could, or actually year to two years, I realized that I could kind of bring all the things that I love about photography and that creativity and movement and um, connection with people into branding photography. And I haven't really seen very many people here do or other photographers here doing that type of work. So yeah, it was kind of this exciting thing without any comparison because I wasn't looking at other photographers and being like, what are they doing? It was kind of like, okay, I can literally come from a heart place of, I just want to bring everything that I'm already doing into this new space of branding photography. Yeah. It's been really cool. Yeah. I, you, made a very good point right there where you're, you say that it's all coming from a heart place versus comparing to see what other people are doing out there. And that is like a huge, that's a huge, huge roadblock in like with people in when they're creating content for themselves, when they're, whether it's like a photo that they're taking or whether it is writing a caption or an email or doing a live training like people are always looking on the outside to see what other people are doing but they forget to go inward they forget to go inside to connect with themselves to um, really feel into what that they are needing to do because it's coming from the heart coming from their intuition versus their head Exactly. Yeah. So I, I love that you recognize that and you notice that. And that's actually what you just naturally do. It all comes from the heart, which speaks volumes to how your photography actually turns out because it's literally, you're making people move and you're making people express themselves in a way that is so natural and it's so good. <laughs> yeah. So I, I love someone. Yeah, it definitely helps having clients who like it's weird even calling them clients because it's like now I just become friends with everybody I work with. But so having friends that you get to work with who have similar values and they're 
um, brands and everything align, excuse me, their brands align with yours too. So like working with you, you know, it was, it was so seamless because we already hit it off, felt like soul sisters right away. And then everything that your brand is all about, it meshed really well with what I'm all about. So yeah, I think, I think that's a really cool piece too, is just being able to connect with other like-minded people and definitely a lot of the, even photographers in my circle now are also not competitive and very supportive. And like, I have the tribe of people that, yeah, we all can kind of just cheer each other on. And that's such a great feeling. Mm-hmm. I love that. And I mean, I also follow your best friend on Instagram um, and she's mm-hmm obviously an incredible photographer as well. Also a single mama, ironically, right? Um, And I love how the confidence that is portrayed, I mean, it's social media, but the confidence that is portrayed through social media, through the imagery that they are putting out there, I'm talking about the people that you're mentoring um, or that you have mentored in the past, whatever. there's this beautiful, I don't even know how to describe it. There's just some beautiful sort of heart-centered connection that they are putting out there as well. So when you are working with people that are being mentored by you, how are you mentoring them to, you're giving them the, the are you teaching them the skills, but how are you also teaching them to be true to themselves? Yeah. So that's actually a really fun part of teaching branding to other people is getting them to kind of go back to the basics of, okay, well, like what, what is a brand? What does the term like brand or branding mean to you? And then kind of reteaching people that, you know, you are your brand. And if you want to create a business that will pivot and grow with you, no matter what you decide to do, even if you change businesses in the future or have a new project you're working on, building this community of people who will follow and support you no matter what you do starts with infusing yourself into your brand. So when I've mentored other people, that looks like us sitting down and brainstorming a list of all the things that they're all about. So like for me, when I did this branding exercise for myself in the beginning, it was like, I wrote down a list of like 20 things that I love, whether it was like adventuring and, you know, exploring dirt roads or cliff jumping or camping or playing board games with friends. I wrote a list of anything I could think of. And then I went through that list and tried to find three common threads between all of those things. And I was able to kind of come down to, okay, the the three common threads between all of these different activities that that I love to do are like a sense of adventure or exploring, um, and then connection and like having fun with family and friends, connecting with others, and then kind of a carefree or fun energy, like the kitchen dancing and the like loving to laugh and stuff. So those three different pieces, adventure, connection, and carefree, fun energy became like the three kind of cornerstones of my brand. And so that's like a process that I teach to all of my is let's do that process for them. Let's write the list of the things that they're all about. Let's look for those common threads. And then those become like, I call it their branding triangle. (laughs) And so we literally on a sticky note, we'll draw a triangle and figure out what those three points of their brand are. And then put that next to their laptop or computer. So anytime they go to post on social media, they, their photos will have ideally two or all three 
aspects of their brand in it. So that's kind of how you create that like feeling or like vibe of your brand before people even really see your images or read your caption. They just get a feeling as soon as they see it. And that's kind of how you get that cohesiveness to it. So yeah, that's a really fun part of the process with all of my mentees. It's probably my favorite thing that I teach them and watching them light up as they realize like, okay, I get to create my brand however I want. And it's all about things that they already love to do. So it, instead of branding being this elusive theory, you know, it's kind of like, no, it's actually just all about things that you already love and do. And by sharing those pieces of yourself, you're going to attract other people who also love the same things that you do. And your clients will shift into being like friends that, and people that you get to really connect with deeper. Mm, I love that. That's so good because even like I clearly, I don't do my own photos unless it's my iPhone, (laughs) but it's sort of the same thing when I'm teaching my clients on how to portray their brand online. It's like coming up with keywords. And, um, I like, I've never heard a photographer say that and I've worked with photographers before. So I like, I like that. It's good. Yeah. I love that that list, um, the initial list that you write of all the things that you love to do, like, or the keywords that you come up with, like you said, becomes like an inspiration list that you can also keep nearby for when you need content ideas and different things to share with your audience. You now have this like word bank or idea bank of things to pull from that you can now figure out posts and stuff that would correlate with that or captions that you can write. Yeah. That's so good. So for people that are looking to do a branding shoot, what are some key things that they should be looking for when they are wanting to hire a photographer? Ooh, good one. Um, I think finding somebody that you not only love just their photos, but that you really connect with them as a person and they already are doing the types of branding things that you want to emulate in your brand too. So finding a photographer that, that shows themselves and like you really connect with them as a person and you know, you would have a great fun time with them. Um, as well as looking for things in their photos, like do people, do the people in their photos look comfortable and natural and genuine? Are they really capturing people's like authentic personalities and, you know, do they have movement in their images, things like that, that, you know, when you are going to be photographed, you want somebody who's going to draw out who you are as a person, not just pose you or do, you know, the same types of things that they've done with every other person you want photos that are unique to you. So I think even sometimes inquiring with multiple photographers and seeing who you click with best, if you don't already have somebody in mind that you really want to work with, that's your dream photographer. Mm. Yeah. Clicking with a photographer is so key because being behind the camera is not always the most comfortable thing. Obviously you warm up and like things, it should get easier as the photo shoot goes along. Um, but yeah, I totally agree. Like being able to connect with your photographer and you having that comfortable comfortable feeling between each other is like so crucial, so crucial. Otherwise you're going to feel stiff and awkward and like, eh, what do I do next? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, uh, wine always helps during your photo shoots too. So it totally does, but <laughs> wine and music, right? You gotta yeah. have the dance party. <laughs> always, always. Um, so what has been one of your 
favorite? I mean, I, I this is a really hard question. You're probably not gonna be able to answer it truly, but what is your, one of your one of your favorite shoots to date? Um, as far as branding shoots, definitely yours. Okay. <laughs> and I'm not even just saying that, but yeah, I think the fact that we already had this great friendship that we we've been building, and so I already knew so much about your life. And I do, I really do get to know all of my clients too, but like, I felt like I had an added layer of knowing you because we'd already had these like deep heart chats too. And yeah, it was just so fun. Even yeah, just really working on the brainstorming aspect with you of different elements we wanted to bring into your brand. And I mean, I've never done another shoot where somebody puts a face mask on and a towel in their hair and gets in a bathtub filled with bubbles. So (laughs) between that and dancing around in the living room to your favorite tunes, it just was such a blast. I had so much fun. Oh my God. I'm dying of that. (laughs) Nobody so far has seen those photos, but it's, I cannot wait to release them because it's going to be so good. (laughs) Oh, they're going to be in for a treat for sure. (laughs) I know. I'm like, should I blow that up and put it in my house? Like, it's pretty awesome. <laughs> and I just keep having this mental image of you in the bathtub and the way that I had to shimmy my butt across the shower and go against the wall to get the right angle. It was just so comical. Oh my God. So funny. Like my cheeks hurt right now laughing. Like they were hurting then. <laughs> so funny. Yeah. Me too, by the end of the shoot, it was like, oh, between that and my eyes watering from like cry laughing the entire time. It was so so good. (laughs) So funny. Um, (laughs) So what are some things that like not everybody can afford a photographer um, and not everybody... Yeah, they're just not, it's not accessible to them to be able to hire for a branding photographer. So people, especially people that are newer into business. So do you have a few like pointers and tips that you can give the audience listening of how they can create photos that are on brand for them just with simply their phone? Yes. So Definitely. I think getting really clear on the elements of their brand and different things that they really want to share with their audience. So I would suggest doing like a content dump day first where you sit down and you like even write it on your calendar ahead of time. Like, okay, on Monday, I'm going to sit there and brainstorm my entire month of content and what kinds of things I'm going to be sharing about. Then that will give you kind of a clear game plan of what kinds of things you're going to want photos of. Um, so I suggest capturing things with your cell phone, like daily parts of your routine. So whether that's like making smoothies or you on a hike, like those kinds of things, um, that will be a big piece of it. And as far as like capturing the actual photos and getting them to feel more professional, I'd say lighting is really important. So natural light as much as possible, whether that's, if you're doing indoor photos, get right next to a window, turn off all the other lights in the room. So you have just window light coming in on you, um, play around with, you know, really just getting, I guess, acquainted with light and getting used to what light looks best and what light you find most flattering and you'll learn pretty quick the best angles and stuff to get that lighting that you want. And then just keeping moving. I find that a lot of people, um, even in selfies or (laughs) in any branding photos they take are very stiff, especially if you have somebody else taking a photo of you, it's like our tendency is to like freeze up, but the more that you can just like keep moving and swaying. And if that means putting music on so that you just feel like you can vibe to it, 
Um, that always helps me so much. And then as far as taking product type photos, um, with your cell phone, I would say consistent lighting is going to be also important so that your feed is really cohesive and you can set up, you can either find like a table or a surface that you like the look of for the backdrop of the product, um, or like white poster board even, (laughs) but putting that next to the window so that the window light is really nice in on that product. Um, and then I kind of, whenever I have to do product photos, I think of like a box or a cube and you want to get all the different angles of that. So like bird's eye from the top and then from all the sides, instead of a lot of people make the mistake of kind of shooting on that diagonal and like the, the best product photos are almost always from like top and then all four sides. Um, so you can kind of play around with that and then you should instantly have like at least five new different angles for your products. (laughs) Yeah, that's good. So you said an important word there was cohesiveness. Yeah. This is something that a lot of people lack when it comes to their brand in general. Um, I was thinking Instagram, but no, it's their brand in general. But how are people supposed to create a cohesive look across the board, again, if they're doing it on their own? Mm hmm. Um, so that's where presets can be really helpful for editing your phone photos. If you aren't working with a professional photographer already, um, you can purchase different either photographers or other people online. You can purchase presets for like Lightroom mobile or using different editing apps. And that will help you if you're editing them in the same way, um, then you'll kind of get that cohesive edited look at least. And then as far as planning out your feed, that's something that I think is like one of the most important things for for Instagram, at least, um, you can get different planning apps. Like I use one called Planoly or Planoly. Ooh, I don't know how to say it, but yeah. Um, and they have a free version of the app where I think you can have up to 30 images in there or something like that, but you can just dump all of your photos in there that you would want to put on your feed and you can like rearrange them so that your feed, like you literally get to click and drag them and see what your feed would look like. Um, So I find it helps to kind of alternate if you kind of come up with a plan ahead of time as far as like, okay, I'm going to post like a photo of me. And then next to that, I'll have like a product photo or like a close up of some element of your brand or your daily routine. And then maybe I'll have like a landscape shot or whatever it is, all the different pieces of your brand. I kind of like will alternate through those and then just kind of start the process over again, every like four to five photos. So you, if you have a plan like that, it helps you to kind of yeah rearrange your feed. So it feels really cohesive. And then you kind of feel really on your game. Cause you're like, Oh, I'm putting all this effort into planning out my feed. It starts to feel like this little project baby <laughs> like of yours. Yeah, it's like a little puzzle that you're putting together and you're like, oh, that looks good. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That looks real good. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like balance is actually kind of elusive. Like it's this idea that we all strive for. And in reality, I don't feel or I don't feel like balance ever really happens on a sustainable long term basis. So we have those moments of feeling like everything's balanced. And then the minute that I feel like I'm on top of things within a month or two, it's kind of like, okay, the pendulum has swung one way or the other again. So it's kind of always just like re um, recharting the course or like writing the ship. (laughs) It feels yeah, more like that. 
Um, but I do find that time blocking or having a game plan as far as like, and setting boundaries around like when I'm going to work and when I'm not going to work and be off my phone and turn off social media and all that stuff that has helped a lot in the last few years. So for me, a lot of my work, yeah, is weekends and evenings. (laughs) Um, so if I know that I've got shoots on those days, then I will try and block off like the last few years, it's been Wednesday, Thursdays were like my weekend where I would do no work. I would put my vacation responder on my emails. So I didn't feel guilty about not opening them. I would turn my phone off and we would hit a lake or a beach in the summers and just like spend the whole day as a family. And that, that really was like a game changer for me, just having those two days a week where I would switch off, but that didn't happen until I had hit a point where I had worked like 87 days in a row without a full day off or something like that. Cause it was like, it's weird when it's not full days of work and your when your passion and hobby becomes your job also, it kind of like you become a workaholic and you don't even notice it happening. Like I used to never understand how that would happen to people. And then I became one. So yeah, I feel like it definitely has been finding fun ways to kind of switch work off and have things that you also find fun and getting back to hobbies and play that's not intertwined with your work. And that way you also look forward to that downtime of being away from work too. Mm, So good. Boundaries. So essential. I totally agree because I'm the same exact same way. Maybe it's Aquarian in us um, where it's like the passion you're just so excited to work. You're so excited to like go create the next thing. And for you, it'd be editing the next thing. And like, it's just so exciting and you love it. And then you love seeing the outcome of it and the result. And then you're like, I want to do the next thing now. So, but yes, boundaries are so important, which is exactly why I like, I'm always preaching to my clients. Like you have to have the happy balance of the hustle and the flow, the masculine, and the feminine energies, because if you don't, you're going to get burnout. Mm-hmm. And burnout isn't good. <laughs> no. And I feel like a lot of us, maybe it's just us <laughs> being Aquarius, but I like had to figure that out the hard way. So I definitely burned out a few years in a row first and then was like, okay, how do I avoid this burnout? Mm-hmm. And actually, if you don't <laughs> figure it out at a time, I feel like the universe has a really funny way of slowing you down. So last year was kind of like the last year that I hit that was hitting that burnout point. I was feeling overwhelmed and kind of hitting my limit. And then I broke my leg and the universe was like, Oh no, you're going to slow down. And now you can't work for three months. You have to just lay in bed and rest. And, and then right as my leg healed, the pandemic started. And so it's just been like a really weird shifting. And I found like this year really got me back to, okay, what do I want my life to look like and my business to look like? And how do I avoid burnout in the future and getting back to those boundaries and routines? And yeah, I feel like all of that has helped a lot more with feeling rested and energized all at the same time and just like ready to hit the ground running even more. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, especially now that you're in like a whole new phase of your life, like you're a single mm-hmm. mom now, like that in itself is something that like your life literally cannot be the same as it was last year because your life is totally different now. Like you have to function differently. You have to do life different. (laughs) Like, yeah. So it's, it's interesting how the universe works. It's interesting how things happen. And I'm a firm believer that there's always something positive that comes out of a negative situation. Um, Mm -hmm. So, yeah. 
I think that yeah, you're doing a beautiful job. Oh, thanks, friend. Yeah, I feel like sometimes things need to kind of break for things to be rebuilt, if that mm-hmm. makes sense, as cheesy as that sounds. But that is definitely what happened for me. And it's been the coolest thing to see, like all the things that I was afraid of changing and shifting and losing. And then I kind of lost them all within the same year, everything that I had held as like so much of my identity. And it really allowed me to focus on like, okay, who am I as a person without all these titles, without being a wedding photographer, as all the weddings were postponed for 2020, basically. And without, you know, being a wife as my marriage ended and without, yeah, all of those things that I felt like made me me. And now it's kind of like, oh no, there actually is so much more to me than just those things. But now adding those elements back in and being able to rebuild it from the ground up again has been really cool. And I feel like a lot of businesses and entrepreneurs are probably going through that same shift this year as they've had to like adapt their businesses as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So good. And I mean, I always say that in Instagram, social media is all smoke and mirrors. It's you put up there what you want people to see and believe and know and like all those things. Of course, there's truth to all those things, but a lot of people don't show the downsides of life either. And I feel like your Instagram specifically, like I know you in person as well, but you portray the balance of the happy and the sad, the good and the bad. Like, I feel like you portray a really good balance of that, which is why people I feel connect to you on more of a soul centered level level. Like you, you're just a real fucking girl. Like you're a real woman, like you are authentic and there's nothing more attractive than that. So I think, yeah, sometimes it's hard to find that balance. Hey, as like, when we are our brand, it's hard to find that balance of sharing from a vulnerable place, but also not like dumping vulnerability on people. And a couple of years ago at a photography workshop, actually, I heard them use the analogy that like, you know, we all have times where we're like in the pit, so to speak, or like in the hard times. And we don't want to share from that place of being in the pit. We want to share from that place of hey, I'm on the ladder, like halfway out of the pit and I'm reaching back down, helping pull you out too. Or I'm like already out of the pit and here's how I got out and let me help you out too. So I think that analogy has always been in my mind and helped me to share even in the harder times with a positive spin. That's kind of like, hey, we are all in this together and like building really a community of awesome friendships instead of just putting things out there to vent. We don't want to use our like social media as a venting space. It's got to be a space for like, you want to be the encourager, the supporter, the builder upper. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, totally. The leader. Yeah. 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 So, so good. Um, so is there anything more specific, anything else that you want to share when it comes to branding photography or anything really? Um, I do think that there's so much value in finding a photographer that you connect with and being able to, even if it's saving up for a branding session or even reaching out to a photographer and being like, Hey, could I do installments to, or a payment plan to be able to make this work? But I think investing in yourself in that way really makes a difference, even in how you feel about your brand and in the photos how you feel about yourself even and being able to put those photos out there. And I think that that is a big step for any 
professional businesses is to have like the, the photos and everything to match. And you just feel like it really like lifts you up and inspires you to want to share more content. So I would say that that is an awesome tip. If you're able to have a branding session with a photographer or save up for one and have that as a goal for maybe like, you know, 2021, my goal is by the end of the year to be able to have a branding shoot with a photographer that I connect with. Um, and then, yeah, in the meantime, not letting them, not letting that hold you up, but doing the best that you can with what you've got already. And yeah, I guess that's it. Just kind of really honoring where you're at and the journey that you're on and realizing that like good things take time and, and then not, not comparing yourself to other people. That was a big thing for me, especially as a photographer, it was hard looking at other photographers when I would get sucked into the comparison game of seeing other people further along in their businesses. And that whole quote, that's like, don't compare your chapter three to someone else's chapter 30. I think that that's always been a, a great reminder. I actually had that quote next to my laptop where I would work all the time, just so that when I was posting or anything that I was authentically just doing me <laughs> and really focusing on like where I was at and enjoying the whole journey instead of always striving for the next thing. Mm, that's really good. Enjoying where you're at today. Like I, I literally was just writing something just before we got on this recording today about like not looking at the past, not looking at the future, but being in the present. Cause that is where the power happens. Yeah. So good. So good. So good. I love it. Um, so how can people work with you? Um, well, you can find me on Instagram at the dot McLaughlin's. Um, I will be rebranding sometime in the next year, but for now, that's where you can find me. Um, and then, yeah, my website links and everything are all kind of through there, but I'd love to connect on there. Um, shoot me a DM if you're listening to this and then you <laughs> come on to Instagram, join the party, shoot me a message and we'll connect on there. Yeah. Love it. So are you taking on any more, um, like, are you mentoring any more people in 2021 or those doors closed right now? Um, yeah. No, I am definitely still mentoring. Um, in the past, I had focused my mentoring a lot more on photographers and I'm really excited in 2021 to kind of open that up more to businesses in general and like other, other women in business, especially, and people where our brands align and everything. I think it would be so great to be able to coach people. And I guess really similar to yeah what you're doing too. Um, yeah. So I'm going to be taking on only, I, I'm only mentor one to two people a month at most, just so that I can really give them my all and be there to, you know, help them throughout the month outside of even just our mentoring days, but kind of have like an ongoing coaching process with them. Yeah. I love it. Cool. Well, I'll link everything in the show notes for everybody on where to find you. And thank you for sharing everything from personal oh. to business. You like, Everybody, you have to go follow her because you are the real deal. <laughs> you are the real deal. Yes. Um, but thank you for joining us today. And thank you for having me. It's always so fun chatting with you. And you're just like a ray of sunshine through my <laughs> through my laptop screen as we talk on Zoom in the middle of a pandemic. But <laughs> yeah, I love the heck out of you. And yeah, I'm just so excited to watch your business explode over the next year as well. Oh my God. Thank you so much. All right, everybody. We will chat to you guys later. See ya. Thank you so much for listening. If you love this episode, please take a minute to give me a review, rate me five stars and subscribe. 
Also, when you share this podcast on your Instagram stories and tag me, I'll send you a private link for the Confident and Aligned AF free workshop, plus a guided meditation that will activate the confident CEO boss that you are and guide you to fully step into the confident, bold woman that you are meant to be. Also, make sure to follow me on Instagram at themodernhustle.ca and shoot me a DM. I'm here to chat. Love you and see you next Tuesday.